Thank you so much, Peter and Gwen. Thank you so much for coming. If it, um, I mean, for having me. If if you were in the Creative uh, Ignite Conference, just stand up. Let's like give it, give it up for these people. They were amazing. So. If they're going to be up here after the service, just prophesying and praying over you through creativity. So, yeah, I, I always tell them there's always more, there's risks. But we saw so many people get rocked and touched. Oh, my gosh. I, I could tell you, a, a lot of you got healed. Uh, people, I think we saw in my workshop alone, probably about eight or nine people healed every single time. We had the workshop. It was so incredible. We had uh, people uh, singing, dancing, creating, to go, going after healing. We saw so many people healed through creativity yesterday. Uh, it was just insane. In fact, if you got healed, if you're here, I know a lot of you are were from different churches, just stand up. If you got a measure of healing, just stand up. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got healed. Yeah, I see you. Yeah, back there, Kathy. Kim, a heal 100%. Yeah, Jackard. Oh my gosh. Is God good? He is in a good mood. I, I am just so excited to be here. I, I have a, a, a funny story on Chad because you guys all love Chad. So we came to Bethel in 2002 to check it out. And we went to a leader's advance where there's, and there was only probably about 200 people there at that time. Let's laugh at that. It's uh, <laughs> changed just a little bit. And so, uh, and so at the end of this time, Chad had had like, I think lunch with Danny Silk. He had like been to all the different like a BSSM one and two meetings. He had like just like gone and just, you know, visited everybody. That's just my son, Chad. So at the end of my time, it's a, it's a Sunday night and I'm talking to this person who, oh, oops, who doesn't know me from Adam and says, um, hey, I said, I'm Teresa Dedman. I'm from, uh, uh, from Southern California and we're pastors here. And she said, oh, are you Chad's mom? <laughs> and I said, I'm going to be known as Chad's mom. And so I'm so glad that you had Chad here. Chad is so much fun, and he always has incredible stories, doesn't he? Yes. He just does. And he's kind of like his mom. I do too. So I, I'm going I'm to be sharing with you different stories today about who you are, about how you can grow. I was on staff heading up the creative arts for about 19 years at Bethel Church before we moved to Southern California. Plus, I was also overseeing second year for about eight years as well. So if you love Bethel, I kind of, I found my, I found my tribe there. I was with the Vineyard Movement before that, and also we planted a church in Huntington Beach. So we've been involved in many moves of God. But I, I got to tell you, like, God is doing something today he is raising up creatives where it's not just about one speaker, but he wants his whole tribe to come together and create. Uh, I, I wanted to, like, first of all, just share a little bit about how you can continue to get involved with what I do. So I have a Create Academy. We can 
get the slide going. And in the Create Academy, I have over about three to 400 students doing my classes with me. And it's just so much fun. And we're starting out September 14th with level one, which is on identity. I go through all of my, my courses with you every Thursday. Uh, my wonderful team is with me doing this. In fact, if you're in Create Academy, just stand up. They, yeah, give, give it up for my amazing team from all over. That's the beauty of Create, of Create Academy. So we have people from like that are here in Bridgeway that are part of that, like Margie and others. And we also have people that are just scattered across the world. So I, I want to invite you to, to come to be a part of that. It's all online. And again, there's more information in the back, but it will, it will really change your life. If you want, and what Peter talked about is so true. If you want to grow creatively in anything, I want to encourage you to be a part of this. This isn't just for art, but this is for people that want to get involved in business. Who here has ideas for business? Yes. Well, there's people that have started business that have been with me. Who here loves Stephanie Gretzinger? She was underneath me in Create Academy, and, and I helped raise her up at Bethel Church. There's so many different people. So whatever you have a heart, we want to help you grow. So uh, the next slide... This is what you get for joining. You get all my um, courses that you can take whenever you want. You have a Facebook group. You have this wonderful community that is with you. And next slide. And this, oh, and there's a special. So it's CA 50 off if you just want to try it out for the first month. And, and, see, and see the land. See what you can do. And then my next slide is on Thursdays, I get together with you either at 9 or 6 p.m., which is 10 or 7 p.m. your time, and I'm with you going developmentally through my courses on identity. So we break off defeating mindsets. Who has some perfectionism, fear of failure in you that God wants to break off? We do that. We talk about comparison. We talk about things that people deal with that stop them from being who God's called them to be. We talk about how do you hear God's voice creatively? Uh, how do you build a habit of creating and going after your dream? And then I have small groups after uh, I'm with you for 30 minutes, and that small group is with you throughout the year. So September 14th, it starts. You can join it anytime as well. Come and talk to me about that. So you're gonna love it. Talk to this team over here. Uh, my next slide. Um, I have, well, you can tell I, I like to paint. Uh, so I have prints, I have resources. This is my story of creating supernaturally, like the people that got healed yesterday and on Friday, it was all through creativity, right? CJ, CJ some, saw somebody sing and they got healed. It was, so, it was so awesome. So this will help you to understand the journey of how creativity is supernatural and how you can be activated. And then I have a devotional called Created to Overcome where I have 30 different, like it's like a, it's like a, we know you could do it every day or whatever, but what it is, is it's poetry that's put with art. And then what I do is I uh, take you on an adventure in your own life and then you create inside that, whether dance, whether art, whether writing, whatever way you want. So check that out. And those are five, that's $5 off as well. And then I have a book that I illustrated on Heidi Baker. Who here loves Heidi? I know you're having her. So I illustrated this book about who she is for kids. 
So check that out back there, and I'll sign those books for you too. And then I think I have three more of my manuals left, both for kids and adults, on how to create in every genre. So check that out and have fun. Look at the prints. If you buy four, you get one free. And let's move on. Let's move on, and here we go. Uh, Igniting Colorado. I, I have a word for this church. And, and I want to talk about the power of what God is doing in our day that everybody gets to steward. Say everybody. I, I, love, I love it when God comes in the room and he starts to stir the pot as far as what we can do in transforming the people around us. Because it's not, it's not okay if we just sit in church. Let me say it again. It's not okay if we just sit in church. Because you're supposed to be powerful outside in the marketplace. I, I did this, this painting of the, the horse right here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it for the church in a second. But as you know, um, is a horse supposed to live in a stall? Is a horse happy in a stall? Maybe for the night, but it wants to run. God's called you to run. God's called you to do something creatively in, in some way that no one else can. And one of the issues that we have in the body of Christ is we've learned to sit for a long time and not decide on what we can do and what we can do as a team to transform culture, to transform the people around you. But I have good news. I am giving you all permission to find one person that God is highlighting to you that you could reach out, share your story, and begin to see what God wants to do in their life. I, I'm giving you a baton. I'm giving you, uh, I, I would say, a sword. That, see, see the sword right there? It's like we have to claim the land. I, I had over like... 200 students that went out into the marketplace for over 15 years at Bethel, transforming culture in every creative way. And I wanted to get into hospitals. Who wants to heal the sick? Don't you think a hospital would could be a good place to go? So I, I had, um, I fell on the ice in 2007 and I cracked my head open, which isn't good. Uh, <laughs> yes, I needed healing, but I'm in, I'm in the hospital and this chaplain came in two days after I was there, and he said, can I pray for you? And I said to myself, Lord, when I get out of the hospital, I want to touch, I mean, I, I want to touch people in hospitals. See, God's already set you up. God was setting me up. So what did I do? Every time I went by the hospital, I said, that's my hospital. I claimed it. I claimed it. How many of you know that God wants to touch uh, kids in public schools right now? But you gotta claim it, that that's for us. That's our territory. That's where God wants us to go. We have to ask God for strategies creatively to transform culture because culture is in a lot of chaos. And so I did that, and guess what I did? After two years after my, my accident, I went into the hospital and I said, hey, I would like to start an art 
and music program for people that are in the hospitals. I did all the research. I gave it to the chaplain and they said, oh, well come to find out, we just got hired last month and we just graduated from Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. <laughs> wow, we would love to have it. So that program ran for seven years. That helped me to get into three or four different hospitals after that. But I had to take a risk. I had to claim my land. And God wants us to claim our land today. He doesn't want to just let this service go by, but he wants there to be a culture that everywhere we go, one of you is claiming the land because of your influence, because of what God has stirred in your heart, like what happened to me in the hospital. And that's what God wants for you today. He is in a good mood. Can I get an amen? And he wants to touch you today. He doesn't want you to leave without knowing that you have the answer already for the issues that our culture is facing. I'm going to read to you, and you know, I was talking to, to Bill Johnson about this when, when I was on staff there, and I believe that this is such a key verse. It's Zechariah 1, verses 18 through 20, and I'm going to read it from the, uh, from the NIV translation. And Zechariah has this open vision, and he goes, Then I looked up, and there before me were four horns. And I asked the angel who was speaking to me, What are these? And he answered me, These are the horns that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen, and I asked, Well, what are these coming to do? And he answered, These are the horns that scattered Judah so that no one could raise their head. Does that sound like shame to you? But, aha, uh -huh, the craftsmen have come to terrify them and throw down these horns of the nations who lifted up their horns against the land of Judah to scatter its people. God's plan for staking and claiming the land has always been through creativity. We see that in Psalms. We see what David did when he raised up a mighty army. We see how Gideon fought and the creative strategies that God gave him. God loves creativity. In 1 Samuel 16, Saul has a demon. And what does David do? They all knew that he could see miracles. That's why they said, well, ask David, this shepherd guy. I think if he sings, this king will get delivered. And it happened. The miracles that God wants us to understand are right below the surface of what he's created us to do. I believe that in Colorado, there has been an assignment on the people here, and I talked to Paul, uh, Peter about this before, uh, of division. I, I believe that God, just like what happened in Zechariah, he wants the craftsmen to arise. Amen. He wants, did you hear what I said? And we have to call it forth. We have to let the horses out. We have to embrace the creativities, the, the creative people that are coming in, the people that love rap, the people that love breakdancing, the people that love different types of creative expressions. Just like what happened in the Jesus movement, they had to let in a new sound. They had to let in a person that was different than the normal crowd. And as they did, 
revival happened because all of them were able to create in different ways to bring revival. And in the charismatic movement, it didn't matter what denomination you were from, you just wanted to get filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, why, did, why was Toronto such an incredible movement? It's because there was a marination of the Father's presence through music. And what we have done is we have tried to bottle what we do within a church construct. But Jesus told parables to people, everyday people, in a way that they could understand. He was the most creative storyteller. Did he talk about Jewish traditions when he shared? No. He did it. He, he, he shared stories of fish to fishermen. He shared stories of agrarian society to people that were in that culture. He got to know the people. I mean, we went out on a prophetic art treasure hunt. Everybody did prophetic art that was here at the conference. And we saw hundreds of people get touched by the love of Jesus just because we created something. And it was so fun. Yeah. This is what God wants. God wants us to not feel like we have nothing to offer or that we have to be like somebody else, but God wants us to be the best version of who we are. And he wants to break off shame today, like what it says in Zechariah, so that people can arise. I cannot tell you, in my classes at Bethel, in what I do in Create Academy, how many people do not follow their dream because they have a spirit of fear? Because there's a shame thing on them. Because they feel like they're not good enough. And in the room right now, you might be saying, well, I've always wanted to do this. Or I didn't know that God really liked this. I wasn't sure if I could really do floral arrangements or, or if I could touch people in business or have a creative strategy for this. But in that context, God is saying, I gave you that dream for a reason. And God always qualifies people, not on the basis of their past, but on the basis of their relationship with him. And do you love Jesus? Amen. No, I'm telling you, do you love Jesus? Yes. Then you got to see in Matthew 28 what he's called you to do. He hasn't changed his mind. He didn't say in scripture, oh guys, you know what? When you want to have revival in your city, go call the evangelist. I just stay home. Don't worry about it. Watch TV. Watch the fifth, fifth episode, da, 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 da. He said, no, go into all the world. And he didn't say, oh, John, you're my beloved. Just stay right here. We'll just, you rest on my shoulder. You're an intercessor. Aren't you glad that John went? Yeah. Aren't you glad that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all 
created with the Holy Spirit and, uh, and a whole account about who Jesus was in their eyes for a specific group of people. See, God wants you to be you. And it's okay if you're messed up. I'm messed up. We're all messed up. Amen. That's what I love about Scripture. In Scripture, that's what we see about David. David was not perfect. That's what we love about Abraham. How would you like to have your husband say, well, this is just my sister? <laughs> God loves messed up people that are connected to him. He loves people that take risks. In my, in my slide, uh, my next slide, I wanna talk about our birthright, that we are the reformers of identity. Let me just say it one more time. The government is not the reformer of identity. Right. We are the reformer of identity. And people will never know what we believe until we create a book, a social media post, a song, in the way that their story, your story needs to be told. You know, I was just, uh, again, well, I just want to say something because I feel it's so, it's so important. Guys, God really is entrusting you to take Colorado. He believes in this church. He believes in Bridgeway. I saw it on your people. God is doing something so important. In Zechariah 1, 18 through 20 will happen. The way that the churches will unify will be through creativity. Did we see that with Sean Foyt? What was his weapon? It's music. He, he rallied people, and were they in just one denomination? No. That's the power. I mean, how many of you guys know, like, books like you love? You love John, Bill Johnson's book. You, you have, I know the speakers that you have lined up. Just In fact, I'm coming to this conference. I, I'm, I don't know how, but I want to come. <laughs> but, but it's because they've written things. Can I get an Amen. They have created a portal for you to enjoy, whether it's Bethel music, whether it's the music here, by the way, you guys are amazing in worship. Whatever it is, it creates a portal. So creativity creates a portal where I can enter into it and I can get transformed. And you can do that at your own home. You can do it on post. You can do it in wherever situation you're at because the Holy Spirit lives in you. That's right. Christ in us, the hope of glory. You just don't have access. It's like you have, and I can see it on you. You have this like shield up that says, I can't do that. I'm not good enough. I don't, I don't have enough uh, biblical background or uh, I'm just like, I'm older or whatever. You guys, we all have these shields up and God is saying, who will go? Who will see the people the way that God sees them? Amen. And I'm looking into your eyes and I'm saying, he sees you. And he sees the people that you're connected to and he wants to impart creative ways to bless them. 
I mean, at a birthday party, what do you guys do? Do you just go, oh, happy birthday, see you later? You think of so many creative ways to bless them. Can I get an amen? Oh, what gift, what card, oh my gosh, the cake, whatever. Guys, God wants to throw a party for the world, and he wants you to be the ones that throw it. He, he's, he really loves you guys. You have no idea what he's going to do through you. Uh, in my next slide, um, oh, wait, go back, I'm sorry. I just wanted to go through that. God has a story to tell through us. We are family. Guys, it's so important that you know that. Like what Peter has built in so many speakers coming here that I love and that Bill loves and other people, it's like they, be, you, they become family, Amen. right? I mean, that's all part of who we are. And so that family means like what I have today to give you, you're gonna grow to be creative because I'm here because I'm giving you an impartation. I know that God has so much for you and there's so much uh, that's coming. So nothing is impossible. We are supernatural. Listen to his roar. My next slide. In the beginning, God created. We have to get back to the original design. And the next slide, it says, so God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. That is what is being threatened right now. Your identity connected to your sexuality, your identity connected to the love that the Father has for you when he created you, and your identity to reproduce, to, con to continue to create just like he is right now. In my next slide, in Genesis 2.20, he gave names to the animals, but it wasn't God, but it was Adam, because he wanted to co-create. He right now, and I hope you get this point, I'm feeling an anointing right now. He wants you to know that you get to co-create with him for your spouse. You get to figure out what is God saying, what does God love about your spouse that God loves, and you get to give that to your spouse. You get to give that to your kids. You get to give that out to the places where you work. You can co-create and bring a new reality into a child who is suffering with transgender. You get to do that. The schools are not going to do that. We get to do that because we know the Creator God. In my next slide, oh, it's kind of, okay. The family business continues. This is 1 Corinthians 14, 1. The family business continues. God wants us to be like Jesus. He wants us, see that happy Jesus right there? I did that for Heidi, Heidi uh, Baker's movie, Compelled by Love. But God wants us to really understand who he is. And could we check out the slides, make sure that they're, to go, thanks so much. Um, and that, that's who we are. That's what God wants to do. And he wants to touch us in ways that go way beyond what we could understand. In my next slide, I talk about what's wrong with the, with the, uh, with the issues in our culture, fear of God, never trying new things, um, seeking a bleak future. All of that stuff 
has been given to you, but you don't have to digest that food. Now you know what's in the culture, what's in the food. Who here reads labels like I do when I eat? I'm, I'm eating what? I don't even know what that is. Believe me, your children and yourself, you are, you are getting a daily digest of you, should, you shouldn't really like what you look like. You should have this kind of, of whatever. And what it's doing is it's, we're eating it and it's bringing diseases to us. Um, and we need to change. We need to get back to how Jesus sees us. In my next slide, I talk about the truth sets us free. As we become vulnerable today, I want to I just see all of your faces. As we become vulnerable that we need Jesus. As we become vulnerable and we say, God, show me what I can create. Show me what I can do then God begins to move with us because nothing is impossible. I love what Jesus said. He goes, I can do nothing but what the Father tells me. He was creating with Father God. And you can create with Father God because he has good things and he wants to break off shame. He wants to break off fear and he wants to give you a new identity. Um, In my next slide, I talk about the fact that um, he's, in my next slide, I talk about, thank you, Oh, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna use my slides. It looks like they're kind of messed up. So what I'm gonna do right now is um, just pray for, pray for y'all, and then I have a word for the church. So um, I want you guys just to close your eyes right now. Ooh. That's right. Holy Spirit, is there something inside of us where we've limited who we are because we've been ashamed? Is there something inside of us? Is there a dream that we've always wanted that got shut down because of perfectionism, because of fear, because of lack? Lord, I pray right now that you would reveal that to us. And I pray, Father, that you would come and that you would minister to us. Thank you, Father. I feel like there's people in this room that you're going to get back these dreams. You're going to get back um, the joy of just creating with Jesus as a child. The Lord's going to do incredible things because he is rewriting your story today. And he's showing you who you are. And there's just something that God's doing. So we just release that. And just say out loud, I receive a new identity that I am. I am creative and that I get to play with Papa God and create life for others. Okay, you can open up your eyes. I want to I wanna read to you one of my, my poems about my story and how God uses poetry. And then we're going to have a spoken word piece for you in just a second from one of your people that was at the conference. This says, Not Alone. Childhood scraps, alone at lunch. Last person chosen on a team. Not good enough, stamped on our papers from school. We take these scraps and paste them on the outline of our self-image. Glued by shame and reinforced by labels pinned upon our frame, we fear 
we don't belong. And we'll be found out. I mean, if anyone really knew. So we hide out by talking too much, not talking at all, or being the best at something, anything, until we are alone with ourselves. And then we cannot hide. We can only cry or cling to rejecting ourselves so much so that we build a fortress of addictions, religion, please games, and oh, the lies. What stops the pain? Finding the one who loved us on the playground, who loved us when we didn't fit in or didn't care if we were good at anything. The one who has been with us in our aloneness. Then we know that belonging isn't about pleasing others or even ourselves. It's about love that has no conditions. It's about family and the one sentence that changes everything. God loves me because I'm me. God loves you because you're you. You don't have to fight that anymore. We, we, I want to transition. Has this been good? So I, I, would, I would love to give you a word and pray with you and the team one in a second, but we wanted to give the church a, a word. And so if you painted on stage, I, I mean, over there, bring up your painting. And I'd like to invite up Gwen, and I'd like to invite up Peter. Give it up for Peter and Gwen. And that's you, Randy. Randy, that's you too. And that's also Christy Joy. Okay, so, wow. Um, you guys just come right over here. And your beautiful wife, Kaylee, come on up too. And that's awesome. And I know that Margie painted as well. Okay, so, um, yeah, thank you. I think Kiana is gonna... Kiana, why don't you hold that? Yes, Kiana's got that. Um, so I'm going to prophesy over the church right now. If you want to record it, go for it, because I feel like it is a visual word, not just a, a phone recording. The Lord says, you can grab that painting and bring it over here. The, the Lord says that he... And you can show them the painting too. The Lord says that he is getting you ready. That this horse is a new horse. And this horse has to do with what you see for all of Colorado. And for what you see in raising up. And, and I saw a team approach to ministry that God's going to do. And just like Paul, Yadao, and Leif Travel you are going to be traveling with the team and you're going to be supporting people. And the thing about, and I, and I want to just let you guys know this, the thing about this horse is that you have to get on it to go to different places. And when I first got my call to um, lead the, the creative movement, I, I didn't know, I was, I was done with first year and I was in transition because we didn't have finances to do second year. And that's when Chris Valentin asked me to head up all the creative arts and then also to oversee second year. But I kept seeing a white horse. But it was right here. This is just like a vision I was happening when I was awake. 
And the Lord said that that is a white horse that is beckoning you to ride. And you might not know where you're going, but he is gonna take you to so many places. And he says, take Rwanda. He said, take different nations. This horse is gonna be a, a horse that will be universally brought into different places. And he says that it's gonna be through team, it's gonna be through a father anointing that you carry, and it's gonna be to awaken churches to break off fear, whoa, and to break off division. And the Lord said, put a gold speck inside the eye because you have a heart for heaven. And he said, put a blue speck because it's a new revelation that he's giving you. It's gonna be even different than life. It's gonna be, oh, a mantle that you're gonna carry, ho, oh, to touch so many people. And it's gonna, it's gonna, oh gosh, it's gonna revitalize a men. It's gonna revitalize their calling. And, um, and God just says, now is the time. Whoa, now is the time. Whoa. So I just release that word to you in Jesus' name. And it's for all of you. Because wherever he goes, you get to go too. Um, and, um, and then I, this painting right here that I did, um, thank you, yeah. This painting that I did for you right here is about, um, well, um, okay, so, this is like, this is Bridgeway's mission. Bridge, bridge when, when I got prayer over there from some of you people that just wrecked me, uh, I don't know where you are, but I was laid out. I thought, well, I can paint anything now. But, <laughs> but, but in, this, in this painting, this is what, this is the DNA of Bridgeway that the Lord wanted me to paint for you. And in it is the, a golden urn. And you can point it this way. And in that golden urn, there is, a, heaven is downloading um, heavenly like ideas. And the bridge is between heaven and earth. And the Lord said, in the middle, he said, put gold. So I put gold paint in the, it down below because this is in the ground in Denver and Colorado. In the ground, there, there is a gold. There is things that God's gonna do. And as, the, and as the love, whoa, and the revelation is poured out, there's gonna be streams. And you're gonna take both the east and the west of Colorado because God is calling you to bring streams in the desert to a dry church. And the Lord is doing something in this day because the clouds are forming and the glory of God is taking you down. And it's like, but you can't be earthly minded. To be in this church, you just can't operate out of just your left brain or what you think is right. There's miracles, There's, it's too big for your brain. It's too big for one person. This is gonna take a mighty move of God because he wants to bring unity to the churches. And I believe that Peter and this house carry uh, the DNA to do that. So um, if, if you want, do, who wants that? Okay. So Father, I pray for you to start to creatively take the stake in the land for what you want to see change in churches and start to sow into that through what you create. Start to sow into a church that's outward focused, that is not just focused upon itself. God's going to teach you strategies. There's going to be things that you guys get. Children are going to line the streets of heaven thanking you for coming and thanking you for what you teach here. There's going to be a mighty move of youth here. Whoa. And there's going to be festivals. 
CJ, there's going to be festivals. There's going to be things, whoa, with rap, with all different kinds of ways that God's going to do. And you cannot stop the move of God because the creators are now outside of the church because that's where they belong. So that's for you. And um, thank you so much. And then um, Jacob, I would love for you to share about your art piece. And you can hold that up. Why don't you hold that for him? Yeah, and here, and then your beautiful wife. Yeah, yeah so um, uh, this was, I felt this was a piece for uh, the body of Christ right now, and um, there's the fire in the background um, that I felt has to do with the trials that come against the church, um, but the, the white horse is the church, and it's, it's rising up in the midst of trials, and um, it's standing on the pillar of truth, and it's not moved, and um, in the midst of those trials and those fires, the Lord's going to turn what the enemy meant for evil, and the church is going to rise up and, and going to be known. I feel like, like the Lord is going to uh, really make the body of Christ known, and um, the church is going to realize that it, in, in that rising up that it's now surrounded by the fire of God. Are you waiting for permission to step into the vision? To sing the songs that heaven sings and see them open prisons? Are you waiting for the yes? For the heartbeat in your chest? To see you rise up with the one who trampled upon death? Family. Please hear me, it is not the time for fear. Let us look that idol in the face and make it very clear I may be hard pressed on every side, but to you I will not bow, for I am on my Father's timing and his kingdom is right now. This is the sound of us holding our ground. We are breathing out boldness standing on righteousness, and we will not back down. We are chomping at the bit, for it is the hour. And what came against us will release God's power. And the fire that we stood under will teach us to run with fire but we will burn with heaven's heart as we look up higher and see the Son of Man high and lifted up. High and lifted up. Do you see what he is worth? The hardest part of the furthest heart, the ends of all the earth, did you know that we were born to ride? Born to see a harvest nations wide. Born to look at the face of the firstborn from the dead and release the fire that's in his eyes. May we look at Jesus. May we look like love. If you're waiting for permission, the permission is his blood.
All right. Okay. Yeah, you guys should stand up. That'll preach. That'll preach. That'll preach. That'll preach. Beautiful. All right. I, on, on that note, she took a risk, and aren't you glad that she did? She began to do spoken word because she was thinking of the people that needed a touch that were different than normal preaching. And she's going to reach the masses. If, yeah, seriously. If, if you want to ride, stand up. If you want to ride, stand up. If you want to ride, stand up. I mean, I, I love what she said. It's about the blood. It's about the blood. Father, you can close your eyes. Forgive us for not believing in your blood. Forgive us for letting fear rule our lives. Forgive us for playing it safe when you never played it safe. And I release you to dream for the people in Denver that don't understand the story of the blood. I give you permission to dream for the children, for the youth, for the elderly that are shut in by themselves. I give you permission to not only dream, but to take back the land. It's your time. This is your moment. It's your horse. And let the creators arise in this room because they've been with the creator of the universe to write his story. And the words of color and the words of spoken word and the words of rap and in so many different types of languages, Lord, just like what happened when you fell upon the apostles. We want to hear your heart for them in Jesus' name. Amen. You can have a seat. We, we have another, um, has this been good? I know I, I never do services the same. Um, come on over here, Marjorie. And I mean, I know your name. Why did I do the Margie, not Marjorie? Go ahead. Um, th this painting is about pollination. Simple but vital. What you carry is vital for the kingdom of God. Just like we've been hearing, it's not okay to take a back seat. You need to get on that horse. We need you. We need to link arms. We need to do it together. We need unity in the body of Christ and unity in the creatives. It's all about community. It's all about taking what you carry and doing your part and carrying, just like with plants, they don't survive if you don't pollinate. We won't survive if we don't pollinate and do it together as family. We need each other. And for months, I've been seeing this picture of linking arms. And when we're in battle or in an emergency, 
they link arms like this. And you can't be pulled apart. You can't be pulled apart. We can't afford to be pulled apart. We have to do this together. And there's more power in unity. We need each other. We need community. The creatives need community. The musicians need community. We need to do it together. It's time to get on the horse. It's time to take it out. It's time to pollinate and give it away to a world that's dying. We're the hope. We're the hope. So take it out. You know, I, I just have a, I have a word for some people out there. I, I don't know who you are, and you don't have to stand or anything, but, but I, I, just, I just break off the, um, the pain that has happened as you've trusted people and things haven't worked out. I, I just feel like there's been a, some issues of abandonment on you. So when she talks about that, what well, can I really trust? Yes, you can. You can trust. You can start to build that relationship because what she's talking about, as you let Papa God into your life, you trust him, but he always wants you to trust others. So find people that are trustworthy. Mar- Margie leads the creative arts people here. So come find her and, uh, and find out how you can get involved because she's amazing. Find out how you can, uh, we can get Kaylee involved more. Don't you love Kaylee? Yeah. And Jacob, like, they're already on the horse. Go with them, you know? <laughs> Ride in back of them and let's get going, right? Uh, Grandy, you also wrote, right? Yes, I did. Pastor, first time I've been here the last couple days. What an honor. I love the heart and the spirit of Bridgeway. And so I just, as I was watching... Margie Paint, and I was sitting there thinking of this church. I thought of your name, Bridge Way. A bridge to the way. A way of the cross. A bridge from the Father's heart. A way to the lost and the hopeless. From this place, many will be sent. The bridge is there for you. Some to be pillars around Colorado. Others to be stealthy agents bringing the power and the love of God to the lost. Your sons and daughters on a mission. Pollinating society with, king, with the kingdom. Carriers of hope. Carriers of peace, joy, and love. You're stewarding what you have in your hand now. Here, he has planted Bridgeway for such a time as this. His light is shining forth from this place. And nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of of the rising that is happening here. Isaiah 63. Give it up for Randy. Okay. 
Are you, uh, I, I wanted Christy Joy just to sing prophetically over the church right now. Uh, who here loves Christy Joy? I mean, but I wanted her to sing in a prophetic way about what God has for, for Bridgeway and just really for Peter and for Gwen. Open your hands, receive my love, open your arms to me, won't you open your life, receive my love, open your heart to me. Come away with me, we will ride together. Come away with me and dream. Come away with me and we will ride together. Come on an adventure with me. I'll show you great and mighty things that you never imagined. I'll show you great and mighty things. Just partner with my love. You'll reach your city. You'll reach the nations. You'll reach your neighbor. You'll reach your family. I'm putting back the broken pieces together. Come away with me. And we will ride together. Come away with me and dream. You'll release my love out of intimacy. You and me, you have my heart. You and me. You have my heart. Oh, how you'll use my heart. <laughs> wow. Woo. Yeah, put, put your hands on your heart. I feel like I want to ride right now, don't you? Um, Lord, I just pray that, Lord, the, the soaking of the word, the soaking of the art, the soaking of the, the presence that's right here, Lord, that you would help us to not forget who we are and not forget that we're connected to you and that we get to create things that are going to change and shape history because we're with you in partnership, Father. Bless Bridgeway. Bless 
Pastor Peter and the, and the different leaders that are here. We just pray that this word would resonate and you would unpackage the word in so many different flavors to them. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.